Let's continue reading about Teddy Robinson. This is by Joan Robinson. And remember this cute little teddy bear, Teddy Robinson? Today he goes to the toy shop. One day, Teddy Robinson and Deborah were going with Mummy to Big Toy Shop. Deborah had 10 shillings to spend. It had been sent to her at Christmas. Hmm. You must help me choose my present, Teddy Robinson, said Deborah. It will be nice for you to see all the toys. Yes, said Teddy Robinson. You couldn't really manage without me. Hmm. Should I wear my best purple dress? Oh, no, said Deborah. Your trousers will do. It isn't a party. When they got to the toy shop, there were so many things to look at that Deborah just couldn't make up her mind. Teddy Robinson got quite tired of being pushed up against the counter and squashed against ladies' shopping baskets. Hmm, perhaps I'll have a glove puppet, said Deborah. Then put me down for a bit, said Teddy Robinson. I'm tired of being squashed, and I, I don't much care about glove puppets anyway. So Deborah sat Teddy Robinson down by a large dollhouse, and he sang a little song to himself while he was waiting. This is what he sang. See, saw, knock at the door, ask me in and shake my paw. How do you do? It's only me. It's half past three. I've come to tea. Teddy Robinson peeped through one of the upper windows of the doll's house. A tiny little doll inside was sitting at a tiny little dressing table. When she saw Teddy Robinson's big furry face looking in the window, she gave a tiny little scream. <laughs> then she said, in a tiny little, very cross voice. How dare you stare in at my window? How very rude of you! Oh, I'm so sorry, said Teddy Robinson politely. I, I had no idea you were there. I was I was just looking to see if the windows were real or only painted on. I, I, I didn't mean to look in your bedroom window. The tiny little doll came over to the window of the doll's house and looked out. That's the worst of living in a shop, she said. Everybody comes poking about the house and looking in at the windows and asking how much you cost and wanting to come inside and look round. Well, I'll tell you now, we cost a great deal of money. We're very dear indeed, and you can't come in and look around. So, so there. Then the tiny little doll made a rude face at Teddy Robinson and pulled the tiny little muslin curtains across the tiny little windows so that he couldn't see inside anymore. Oh, dear me, said Teddy Robinson to himself. What a, what a very cross lady. I'm sure I don't want to go in her house. I, I couldn't anyway. I'm far too big. But it would have been politer if she'd asked me to, even though she could see I was too fat to get in through the door. Just then, Deborah came over and picked Teddy Robinson up. I've decided I don't want a glove puppet after all, she said. So we're going to go look at the dolls now. So Deborah and Teddy Robinson and Mummy went to find the doll counter. On the way, they passed dolls, prams, and scooters, and tricycles. And a little farther on, they came to a toy motor car with a big teddy bear sitting inside it. <gasps> Look, said Deborah. Isn't that lovely? The dolls are all over there, said Mummy, walking over to the counter. Listen, Teddy Robinson, said Deborah. If I put you down, here you can look at that bear in the car while I go and look at the dolls. 
and she put him down close to the car so that he wouldn't get walked on or knocked over and ran off to join Mummy. Teddy Robinson had a good look at the toy motor car and the teddy bear sitting inside it. It was a beautiful car, very smart and shiny and painted cream. The teddy bear inside it was very smart and shiny too. He had a blue satin bow at his neck and pale golden fur, which looked as though it had been brushed like very carefully. Teddy Robinson was surprised that he didn't seem at all excited to be sitting in such a beautiful car. Matter of fact, he looked bored and he was leaning back against the driving seat as if he couldn't even be bothered to sit up straight. Good afternoon, said Teddy Robinson. I hope you don't mind me looking at your car. <laughs> Not at all, actually, said the bear in the car. Are, are you a shop bear? asked Teddy Robinson. Yes, yes, actually I am, said the bear. Well, you've got a very fine car, said Teddy Robinson. Are you going anywhere special in it? No, no, actually I'm not at the moment, said the shop bear. Don't lean against it, will you? It's a very expensive car, actually. Oh, no, I, I won't, said Teddy Robinson. Why do you keep saying actually? It's only a way of making dull things sound more interesting, said the shop bear. Anything else you want to know? Yes, said Teddy Robinson. Can you, can you drive that car? Actually, no, said the shop bear. Then all of a sudden, he leaned over the driving wheel and said in a quite different voice, Look here, you're, you're a nice chap. I don't mind your knowing. Don't tell. But it's all pretend. This car doesn't actually belong to me at all. And I don't know how to drive it. They put me here just to make people look, and then they hope they'll buy the car. <gasps> Fancy that, said Teddy Robinson. And I was thinking how lucky you were to have such a very fine car all of your own. You look so smart and handsome sitting inside it. Yes, yes, I know, said the shop bear. That's why they chose me to be the car salesman. But it's a dull life, really. <sighs> if only I knew how to drive this car, I'd drive right out of the shop one day and never come back. <laughs> All the same, said Teddy Robinson. It must be rather grand to be a car salesman. What are you? asked the shop bear. Me? Well, I'm I'm a teddy bear. Don't I look like one? Yes, of course, said the shop bear. I, I meant, what is your job? Teddy Robinson had never been asked this question before, so he had to think hard for an answer. Mm. Mm. I, I suppose I'm what you'd call a lady's companion, he said. I belong to that little girl over there. She isn't exactly a lady yet, but I expect she will be one day. Just then, Deborah ran back, so Teddy Robinson had to say goodbye to the shop bear very quickly. You must come and see the dolls, said Deborah. There aren't any nice ones for 10 shillings, but some of them are simply beautiful just to look at. She carried Teddy Robinson over to where Mummy was looking at a very large doll dressed as a bride. Now, just look at that one, 
said Deborah. She's quite three times as big as you are, Teddy Robinson. And she can walk and talk and you could curl her hair. The shop lady who was standing by said, she really is beautiful, said Mummy, looking at the price ticket. Uh, but we couldn't possibly buy her. Is she very dear, Mummy? asked Deborah. Well, yes, said Mummy, very dear indeed. She is five pounds. Dearer than me, said Teddy Robinson. Oh, yes, said Deborah, a lot dearer than you. She costs five whole pounds. Well, said Teddy Robinson, if she costs five pounds, I, I, bet, I, I bet I cost a hundred pounds. Ask Mummy. Mummy, said Deborah, how much did Teddy Robinson cost when he was new? Oh, uh, about twenty-nine and eleven, I think, said Mummy. Not as much as that doll, said Deborah. Oh, no, said Mummy. That doll is much dearer. Fancy that, thought Teddy Robinson to himself, and he felt half surprised and half cross to think he wasn't quite the dearest in the world. Mm, I don't think it's much use on looking at dolls anymore, said Mummy. They're all so dear. Yes, said Deborah, and I've just thought what I really would like to buy. Couldn't I have one of those dolls that are really hot water bottles? Oh, why, yes, said Mummy. What a good idea. So they all went along to the chemist department, and there they saw three different kinds of hot water bottle dolls. There was a hot water bottle clown, and a hot water bottle red riding hood, and a hot water bottle dog, bright blue with a pink bow. Deborah picked up the blue dog. Oh, that's the one I want, she said. Look, Teddy Robinson, do you like him? Isn't he rather flat, said Teddy Robinson. Yes, but he, he won't be when he's filled, said Deborah. He's a dear, isn't he, Mummy? Yes, said Mummy, he really is. Everybody in this shop seems to be dear except me, said Teddy Robinson to himself. And he felt grumpy and sad. But nobody noticed him because they were so busy looking at the blue dog and paying for him and watching him be put into a brown paper bag. All the way home, Teddy Robinson went on feeling grumpy and sad. He thought about the doll dressed as a bride who was three times as big as he was. It isn't fair, he said to himself. She didn't have to be three times as dear as me as well. And he thought about the tiny little doll who was, well, had asked him into the doll's house. She was a nasty, rude little doll, he said. But she told me she was very dear, too. And he thought about the blue dog hot water bottle who seemed to be coming home with them. Deborah and Mummy called him a dear, too. But I don't think he's a dear. I don't like him at all. And I hope he'll stay always inside that brown paper bag. But when they got home, the blue dog was taken out of the brown paper bag straight away. And when bedtime came, something even worse happened. Teddy Robinson and Deborah got into bed as usual, and what should they find but the blue dog already there, lying right in the middle of the bed, and smiling up at them both, just as if he belonged there. Look, look who's in our bed, said Teddy Robinson to Deborah. Make him get out. Of course he's in our bed, said Deborah. That's what we bought him for, to keep us warm. 
Isn't he a dear? <laughs> Teddy Robinson didn't say a word. He felt so cross. Deborah put her ear against his furry tummy. You're not growling, are you? She said. Yes, I are, shouted Teddy Robinson. But why? Because I don't like not being dear, said Teddy Robinson. And if I aren't dear, why do people always call me dear Teddy Robinson when they write to me? But you are dear, said Deborah. No, I aren't, said Teddy Robinson. And now I don't even feel dear anymore. I just feel growly and grunty. And he told her all about what he'd been thinking ever since they left the toy shop. But those are only dolls, said Deborah. And this is only a hot water bottle. You are my very dear Teddy Robinson. And you're quite the dearest person in the whole world to me. Not counting Daddy and Mummy and grown-ups, you know what I mean. Teddy Robinson began to feel much better. Push the blue dog down by your feet, then, he said. There isn't a, there's not enough room up here for him. So Deborah pushed the blue dog down, and Teddy Robinson cuddled beside her and thought how lucky he was not to be just a doll or hot water bottle. Soon the blue dog made the bed so warm and cozy that Deborah fell asleep, and even Teddy Robinson began to get drowsy. He said, Dear me, dear me, to himself over over again and after a while he began to feel as if he loved everybody in the whole world and soon his dear me's turned into a sleepy sleepy little song which went like this dear me dear me how nice to be as dear a bear as dear old me dear you dear him dear them Dear we, dear everyone, and dear, dear me. Then he fell fast asleep. And that is the end of the story about how Teddy Robinson went to the toy shop. Stay hopeful, stay true, and be wonderful, special little you.